The Dad Presents, episode 68. It all starts right now. Everybody's looking for something to do to fill their time on this quarantine. It's, it's, it's time to build a better you, pick up a hobby, get a project. So what you want to do is you want to go in the backyard and you want to build your son a masturbation shed. Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number, what is this? 68. <laughs> 68. Yep. Episode number 68. Thank you, Jay Maddie. Always there to lend a hand. I'm yep, B. I'm here for you, I'm, brother. I'm putting it together for episode 68. I, I started off bad, but we're going to keep it going. Jay Maddie's here. You heard his voice. Miss Rose is here. You haven't heard of her yet, but go ahead and chime in, Miss Rose. Hello, hello. See, she's alive. We did not kidnap her, like you guys said <laughs> in the emails. She is not forced to do the show with us. Maybe a little bit. Somebody said that? Um, you know, people are weird. They are. All right. I mean, if I was a listener, I would assume that Miss Rose probably is forced to sit and do the show with us. We're you know, look at her and then look at us, and that's what I got to say. I mean, but anyway, yeah, I might kidnap her. I mean, let's not take that off the table. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We have Let's keep let's keep everything on the table, everything open. You know, yeah. let's not make any foolish rush decisions, and you know, we'll go with the show. But how's everybody doing? <laughs> everybody good. <laughs> That's great. Doing great. That's great. Yeah, got a great. got a late yeah. start to this show because of Rose's stupid baby, but oh. <laughs> here we go. Let's do it. Oh my God. <laughs> and we're and we're off with a bang on this show. Uh, again, coronavirus leading the headlines. Uh, we're going to try to keep you guys happy uh, in this time of great angst, as you guys no doubt are like us. You know, commandeered. Is, can you comment? Be commandeered to your own home. Does that make sense? No. No, You're not you have to commandeer a vehicle. Correct. I'm not using that word. You yeah. are imprisoned in Correct. your own home. Imprisoned. There you go. That's a perfect yeah. word. I just wanted to say commandeer, though. It's just something right, you, you don't usually it. get to say. You used it right. wrong, but you said it. Move on. Okay, great. Commandeered. Anyway, so what's going on there, Jay Maddie? Anything on Facebook? People talking about something happening? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of staying off the Facebook. It's getting, it's getting contentious on the Facebook. That sounds People like arguing about on, you know on the Facebook on this and that and it's all sure. it's all politics right now. So I've I've kind of been keeping my distance. What's going on well, with no, you guys? Um, you know, pretty much what I'm doing is trying to keep myself amused. I've got the beard going. I got the coronavirus beard going. I got you know I'm full on into video game play now. Now I'm actually playing people online like a 12 year old. So oh my look God. out. Look out if you're out there and you're playing MLB, uh, the show. Look out for me. I hit them big. I hit home runs. I'm coming to your town. Remember that. (laughs) But just keeping myself busy and, you know, you know, you're hearing stuff about coronavirus attacking the black community. It's a racist disease apparently now. And cancel Corona. Yes. Cancel Corona. It's racist. It's a racist thing. It's taking advantage of black people, folks. And I told you guys maybe a couple weeks ago, I thought it was particularly strange because COVID seems like a black person's name. It just does. It seems like a mixture between when your mom is Coco and your dad is David. Don't you have a cousin named COVID? I should. 
And I probably will in a couple of years. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get into naming uh, behind the coronavirus. Some interesting things to tell you folks in a little bit. Uh, Miss Rose, we've not heard from you in all your glory, all your splendor. Deliver some um, news. I, I'm just in a really good mood. I'm happy. Nice. I am. Um, it, the sun is, you know, the sun is out in L.A. And about time. I feel, yeah, about time. And it feels so good. I mean, this quarantine, it it really isn't that bad to me. I mean, aside from all of the financial hardships that everyone is experiencing, I think that a lot of, there are a lot of good aspects about it in the quality time that, you know, hopefully if you're not quarantining alone that you can spend with your, you know, your loved ones. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. I stopped eating cookies. I literally have not had one cookie since That's a the bad last life choice. Spoke. I had oh. one five minutes no, ago. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I'm still on my three a day kick. Give me three of the golden Oreos. And no, I'll but you know, Rose, oh you're, you're right. Like I I spoke to a doctor yesterday on the show. We'll be releasing that. I hope tomorrow. And it's like you just okay. you got to just. Uh, be a glass half full kind of person right now because there is yeah. some gold to mine Always. out of this and you can right. choose to focus on the bad like you're not getting any or you can focus on the positive <laughs> like all the good time you're getting with your son you know hush, it's, hush. but it's true you know you gotta you gotta be positive right now you, there, there's yeah. definitely some good to come out of this you know yeah. the, the, the good news is i'm getting lots of good time in with my wife and kids and and the it's bad nice. news is I'm getting in lots of time with my wife and kids. You know, but it just depends how you want to look at that. Yeah. It's perspective. I mean, honestly, I'm ha- I'm having so much fun with Nathan. I'm a single mom, so I'm always with him anyway, 24-7. But yes. I just find that, like, and now he's in, like, a whole other stage with his personality and wanting to run and just doing all these different kinds of things. And we're having so much fun. So I'm, I'm happy. And I just started reading a book. Like I'm, I'm trying to, you know, make the most of it and learn something during this time. B, when's the last time you read a book? High school? Um, Second grade. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of pictures, big words. And look look at what, look at what the world got from that. Look at all this. You can't actually, but you know, you know me, you know what I'm about. You know how I represent. I keep oh my boy. pimp hand strong. No. Oh, okay. boy. It's that kind of day today. It's that kind of Thursday, folks. All it right. Is. Parenting questions. Of course. Ready? Parenting questions. Yes. All right. All right. We got some, we got some juicy ones this time. All right. So Ooh, we got Jerry in Memphis. Cool. Jerry in Memphis mm-hmm. is the first hey, question. What's up, Jerry? Hey, Jerry. He says, this is a fun one. He says, my son seems to have hit the crest of puberty. It's not great timing, given that we're stuck in the house with him, and we have a two-small-bedroom, two-bathroom house, and he shares a bedroom with his 11-year-old brother. I'm a little worried that we're going to be buried in crusty socks pretty soon. Yes. Any ideas? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll jump right on in there, Um, you know, because I've done such things in the past. Um, What I will tell you, is it Terry or is it Jerry, first of all? Jerry. 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 My apologies. Like the mouse. Jerry. Jerry. Exactly. Jerry, Jerry, not Gary. Like Jerry's Jerry. Deli. Jerry, yeah. there you go. Jerry, this is what you do. Very simply, he is going to do what he's going to do, and please don't shame him or you know bring it up. I don't even think you should necessarily even talk about it. What you should do though is you should drop little hints that only he can pick up. Like, why don't you tell him, "Hey, man, I think you need to go in the shower. The rest of us are going for a walk." <laughs> 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 that will give him ample time, hopefully. To get whatever he needs out of his system, if you know what I mean. So you have to sort of 
make it comfortable for him. It's tough because of corona and quarantine and everything else to be in a house with somebody who's obviously masturbating in the next room who you may hear or you may visualize. None of it's comfortable, Jerry. He's, tra- he's trapped in there with his little 11-year-old brother. That And it's, it's not bastard. good for him either. It's not good for Take, anybody. Th- that's what you do. Say, you know, we're going for walks. Pick little moments where you could separate and he knows you're not coming home for eh, an hour so he can get whatever he needs out of him. That is my best advice to you, Jerry. Um, I am going to <laughs> say that, uh, B, that is incredible advice. And Thank I you. hope that that works for you, it, Jerry, and your son. Sure. Uh, I can only imagine. And I have a little boy, and we are not even close to that stage yet. But um, I can imagine that it is tricky territory, considering that you all are stuck at the house. So Yes. Yes. Here's what you got to do, Jerry. All right. Here's what you do. Every, everybody's looking for something to do to fill their time on this quarantine. It's, it's, it's time to build a better you, pick up a hobby, get a project. So what you want to do is you want to go in the backyard and you want to build your son a masturbation shed. <laughs> he, goes, <Even> better. <laughs> he goes to the masturbation shed, and that's where the business gets done. Then you want to get him an iPhone and introduce him to Instagram, at uh, Miss Rose. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Teasing. Sorry, I didn't mean to go there. But yeah, I mean, that. look, man, this... We're talking about half, glass half full, glass half empty. That's a that's a glass half empty proposition. I mean, nobody wants to be stuck in the house with a chronically masturbating teen, no. especially in a two bedroom house. It's just a bad deal. I mean, yeah, so. I really don't have any good advice for you. Just you know, I guess B's advice was good. Just yeah, thank you. Tell him to keep it on the DL a little bit. Yeah. Now, but Matt, I got a question. Oh, I got a question. Actually, yo, go ahead, Jay Maddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this shit. There, are there wet yeah. wipes and stuff in, in there to be, you know, to make Jerry's kid comfortable? Well, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you got to clean up after yourself. Yeah. Jerry's so Jerry's not an animal. If you do the shed thing, roll out, you know, the full VIP treatment. Roll out the wet wipes. You know, maybe you leave a magazine behind. Who knows what's in the shed? You okay, know. I think that's enough, guys. That's perfect. <laughs> I think that Jerry gets it. Can't. <laughs> Okay, I, I do have a question, though. This one's mostly for Rose. And okay. Rose, if, if you're too uncomfortable with it, um, you don't have to this answer it, but it'd be, be really fun if you did. So after I got this question, I, I did post about this on Facebook, and it also got me thinking about early on in life, like trying to think about you know when you become a teen and when you start masturbating. And for myself, I, I started like... I can't even remember how young I was when I started. Mm. I have memories from like first grade and even before Good job. that. Way to I get got at it. I got caught in school in first grade <laughs> for for uh, humping somebody's coat yeah. behind the coat rack during an indoor recess. You know, back to. B- before I even knew what I was doing. Yeah. I just knew mm-hmm. it tickled and it felt good. Of course. And I'm just wondering when you guys started mm-hmm. and like how you discovered it. I'll I'll give Rose some time on that to uh, wrap her head around because <laughs> right now she's you beyond yeah. measure. <laughs> she's she's fuming at. She's like I had but, no but, idea. I mean, it's a it's a valid question. I thought because, we had a dating question. Oh, they're coming up. They're coming, but it's but, a valid question because I don't think most parents give their kids like masturbation guidance, like teach no. them how to do it, or you no. know, they just like people just kind of discover that one on their own. Yeah, and in my mm-hmm. case. I discovered it super young, and I was told, you know, don't do that mm-hmm. before I was even old enough to understand that it was anything to be shameful 
of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just kept doing it. Yeah. No, I and this falls right, you know, it piggybacks on the previous question, is that um, it was probably like eighth or ninth grade. And be, the reason it piggybacks so so smoothly is that I was at home alone. I had time to <laughs> figure shit out. So when I was home alone, it allowed me to get, you know, when I knew no one was coming, I could go ahead and, you know, go nuts, literally. Sometimes include the nuts <laughs> or, or whatever, whatever you needed to do at the time. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't discover the nuts till like <laughs> senior high school. That's it. That's what did you think they stuff. were? <laughs> you found that in eighth grade. Well, I mean, I knew they were there. I what do you think they were ball bearings with them? Something like, <laughs> what exactly were those no, things? I just wasn't advanced enough to think to do anything with them. They just kind of <laughs> yeah. de- decorative. But no, the time you spend alone is, is, Crucial to that because I mean think of think of Bill Clinton everybody we'll get presidential for a minute what kind of sex or, or oral what do you think that what quality was that with Monica Lewinsky he's like he's got her down on her knees and he's looking over her shoulder for Secret Service and he I mean he's in a pinch that was a ten out of ten situation it's, yeah it's it's very tense <laughs> and it's not enjoyable so then after a while you start asking yourself why am I doing this shit that I'm rushing and looking over my shoulder and there's no I know, said it was I 10 completely out of 10. Like, disagree I think it was yeah. great I'm saying Absolutely. I think it was, it was great. probably like yeah, yeah I the think danger it makes amazing. it better yeah, yeah. haven't you ever had sex in a public place that's that's what that's all about the the yeah the, the danger of getting caught yeah. I would think yeah. that at first it would be cool but after a while you'd be like dude hey who could walk in the room oh there's Al Gore oh shit hold on Al Gore might run in. Al, Al Gore would be a boner killer for, for a sure. Lot of people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. You yeah. Know, it's kind of the same idea as like the chase. It's like that thrill. Yeah, that right. People get. Tell us Bees wired differently. He's a, he's a he's a square. We Maybe I just I think the excitement would wear <laughs> off after a short time. Like you know, yeah. that's when you got to up the game, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I excitement guess, yeah, you, I like guess a so. junkie chasing that high. Yeah. And you got to start like doing it on top of skyscrapers and stuff. Maybe that's it. And then there's midgets about and you, Rose? dwarves. And okay, well, I have to say hold this. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. B, start the soft music. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, go right ahead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I will say this. The question is not my favorite question to answer, um, but I will answer in a vague way, but just to say a couple of things about it. Um, I was really young and young enough to not know what I was doing, like just, you know, a pillow or just grinding on something like, you know, the Mm. corner of the bed. Like, I didn't know. And um, all of my friends, like we all did it, but we had no idea like what it was or anything. And then when... My mom and like other family members saw us like doing that. They were like, oh no, don't do that. And like shamed us. But we still didn't know like what, you know, we we didn't know. We just Mm. didn't know. We were young. Yeah. And so I think that. And then uh, later when I got older and I was around um, some of my cousins and uh, like very much in their lives helping raise them. Some of them were talking to me about boys. They're, they're all girls, by the way. Um, they were talking about boys and, you know, how they're feeling pressured because some of their friends are going to second base and third base and just all of these things. And, sure. you know, and then I asked them, you know, about masturbation because it's such a taboo topic. And I do think that it's important to, uh, I know it's just an uncomfortable topic to talk about with your kids, but I think it's important to explore it a little bit and have those conversations because, I think that in large part, you can prevent so many young kids from having sex if they 
you know, just focus on themselves more so, I think it could prevent and um, just, um, you know, stop the speedy sexual process from happening to so many young kids before they even know what they're doing. You know what? That's a good point. I've never thought of it like that, but that is a very good point, Rose. You get a point for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> My brain shorted out halfway through that. I really didn't catch all of it, He's, but I'm sure they were, they were good points. <laughs> no, that, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, you got you to gotta educate. And yeah, it sounds like you kind of had a similar experience to me. Like you were doing it before you knew what you were doing and someone right. told you it was wrong, but they didn't explain why it's wrong. Yeah, so, exactly. So what are you supposed to do with that when you're eight years old? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and there's no, I mean, I get that it's uncomfortable as a parent. I mean, I know that one day I'm going to have that conversation with my son, but I do think that, and just speaking, my experience that I speak from is as a woman because I'm a woman. So I can't necessarily speak for everyone else, but I do find that young girls often feel so pressured by society and all of this, you know, the perpetuation of everything being so overtly sexualized. And I do think that, you know, you know, when I have a bunch of girls, I rather them masturbate than go out and think that they have to do things with guys, sure, you know, absolutely. because of pressure. So I'm here for it. I think it's great. Yeah. No, that's good. All good answers. Once again, all around the house, folks. <laughs> all right. You guys don't Good know job. how lucky right. you are to listen to us every week. No, just kidding. Go ahead. I'm All right, sweating. Jerry. <laughs> Hope that helped. No, you did. You, you handled that very, very well. Yeah, very well mature. Done. All right, number two, we got mm-hmm. Melissa in Lancaster, Hi, Pennsylvania. Melissa. Hey, it's Melissa that's where from all, PA. That's where all the Amish people live. That's where my actually my first college that I went to for one semester was until I figured out I was at an Amish school and decided I was quitting. Mm. So, so they found yeah. out about you know the uh, the go go dancing you did and they sent you home. Is that what? No, happened? man. I, 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 I seriously chose my college based on the first place to offer me some scholarship money. <laughs> that works. Right. And I don't even, I'm pretty sure I didn't even visit the college. I yeah. just took it. And it turned out mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was an Amish school. Mm. Like it was okay. eight guys for every one girl. And most of the oh, people yeah. were Amish. Mm. It was oh, pretty no. brutal. Wow. Well, anyway. the Amish part is fine, but just that's a sausage fest with all those guys. Yeah. yeah, it was it was rough. I know that wasn't semester. what you were looking for at that time in your college <laughs> no. years. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Melissa says, my husband lost his job. Mm-hmm. I'm working, but we're ma- barely making it. We were barely mm-hmm. making it before. Now we're in real trouble. He needs to get back to work. Mm-hmm. I understand that we need to be safe in all this, but I'm with President Trump. We can't let the cure be worse than the disease. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know where the dad presents hosts stand on all of this. Oh, wow. That's so I'm, 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 she's putting it to us on this one. All right. Put us on the grill. Okay. Who wants to go first? You go first. You? I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So this is my thing. All right. So I would like Let's to preface see. all these answers with we are not medical experts. No, <laughs> not even close. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I studied Dr. J and, you know, in school. He was a basketball player, folks, <laughs> if you didn't know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so my thing is this. I would like to see at least a reduction in uh, the number of cases or at least a standstill in the number every day. It appears that there's more and more. And I think here in California, there was, I guess we uh, had a record day in terms of death since this thing started the last, I think two days, something to that effect. And that's not encouraging, but above all, my, my rule of thumb, my golden rule of thumb in all situations like this is to figure out what white people are doing. Are, are white people panicked? Are white people nervous? They are, right? 
So I'm right. going to be really nervous. If white people, because white people <laughs> sort of just, hey, you know, tornado, no problem. Tidal wave, I'm surfing, whatever, right? So I always That's keep good. a gauge good answer. on white That's people. Great. And if white people are upset, <laughs> then my black ass needs to be upset too. And your ass at home, Melissa, you should probably be upset. Because ordinarily, they do not get upset. These are not people that live on the edge, on the verge. Jay Maddy is the most free-flowing guy I know. That's why I love him. He, you, you get a perspective from him that you wouldn't get from normal. Because I'm like, he, I see him do shit. And I'm like, man, hey, you shouldn't do that. And he's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I got it. Pay attention to what white, white, white people are doing during this crisis. <laughs> and it will give you a, a serious sketch, a blueprint of what you should do what you should expect. Don't rush back right. to work to the white This place. answer is so I'm, good. Yes. I'm pretty sure that was a racist answer, but I accept it. It, it may be, <laughs> All right. but it's true. Rose, what do you got? Yeah. Um, I, I wish that I, I had more, um, but you know, I think that it, it's just, a, it's, it's such a messed up situation in all regards. I think that, you know, as far as financially with you and your husband, I, you know, I can only imagine that kind of burden and the fact that I think that Melissa said that she's still working, right? But her husband lost his job. So the the fact that you're the only one working right now, I'm, you know, I know that that's a lot on you. And I I mean, as far as financially, yeah, I I mean, ideally we all want to go back to work and we all want to get back to it and make money and be able to provide and not be stressing like this. But health wise, and I'm not a medical professional, um, health wise, I don't know if that would be the most beneficial, you know, the, the wisest choice, although you're working. Um, I'm curious about what you do if you're in the healthcare industry. Um, but you know, I'm sorry that, you know, you're going through that and so many people are, it's it's really challenging. I mean, I was just talking to somebody yesterday on the phone about unemployment that they had filed, I think, four weeks ago. I think it's been a month now. And because they are an independent contractor and they have, you know, a small business, basically they're to the ground. Like no one is paying attention to them. They're not getting anything. Yeah, yeah. 1099 people can't get unemployment. Right. And so now you're talking about hairdressers. Um, people that work, I mean, so many different, you Uber know, drivers, ca- Uber drivers, Real so many different agents. careers. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's freaking hard for all of us right now. And my best advice would be to do your best to find some, some grounding to meditate and to just keep your head up and not lose sight or faith in that things, they will get better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they will get better. But as far as financially and everything, listen, if I had the answers for you, I, I would <laughs> give them to you. If I yeah. could sign the checks, I would do that. But, you know, it's it's a shitty situation. And I'm sorry that you're going through that, Melissa. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Very, very good. That was very thoughtful. Um, yeah. So Melissa wants to know where we stand. And, and I'm going to be real with her. So first, let me say, um, I'm actually enjoying the shutdown. I'm enjoying the time at home. I'm, I am making the best of it. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. That said, I don't think what we're doing, we're, we're making the wrong moves. Let me put it that way. The, the bailout was the wrong thing to do. It, it, I wouldn't even call it a bailout. It, it was theft. They took $2, million, $2 trillion, I'm sorry, $2 trillion, just printed it and gave it to the banks. That didn't do shit for you, Melissa. It didn't do shit for me. 
They just stole money from the taxpayers and gave it to the banks. And now this lockdown, what is the goal of the lockdown? It's to, to slow the spread so the hospitals don't get overwhelmed, right? It's not to stop the disease. They can't stop this disease. It's going to spread. And what is, the, what is the cost of the lockdown? Well, so far, it's 22 million people unemployed, not even counting all the 1099 people. You're, you're having an increase in suicide and drug overdoses and depression. And you know what kills a lot of people? Poverty and the loss of health insurance. I mean, it's going to get bad if they, if they keep doing this. And, and here's what I can tell you. In, in two th- I don't, I don't want to seem like a, like, I definitely don't want to come across like a know-it-all, and maybe I'm wrong on all this, but in 2001, I was against the war on Iraq, and that was a brave position to take back then. Now everybody will take that position, but it's easy to do in hindsight. I was against that bailout in 2009. This is the same situation. I'm, I'm against it, and I'm starting to speak out against it. And, and all I can tell you is like a little cheat code. When Washington is 100% behind something, as they were on the, the vote to go to war against Iraq, and the vote for the 2009 bailout, it was a 100 to nothing vote. And this vote in the Senate for the bailout was 100 to nothing. When it's 100% bipartisan, it's 100% they're fucking you. That's, that's my little mm-hmm. cheat code. So I'm, I, I think it's time for us to, to start being responsible about this. The disease, you can't stop it. We've, we've slowed it down. And now we've got to start thinking about people like uh, Melissa's husband. You know, we've got to start taking care of each other in that way mm. that's how i feel about it so i don't know yeah no the thing in i get the economics behind it but the it, this is one of those things where it doesn't uh, the disease may not feel super real to you until it touches you and then it's like okay no we need to you know it, a lot of people and if you just look at the first couple of weeks of this a lot of people weren't taking it seriously you know no one hey okay yeah i'm still gonna go outside whatever and then as things, as more white people got panicky, I mind you, <laughs> more people started taking it seriously. So the thing is, I think it's just scary. And I, I would, like I said, I would like to see, like they, they keep talking about this curve, the, you know, flattening the curve. I'd like to see some flattening mm-hmm. of the curve before I feel but it, comfortable. But it looks like it's already flattening. Not, it's, that's it's, what they're saying in LA, in LA County. They're yeah. saying it flattened already. And here's the thing, but yeah. you, you, you know I, I wasn't one of those people taking it lightly. Like no, no, I prepared, you were prepared a month ahead of time. I pulled my prepared. kids out of school sure. a week before the school shut down. Sure. I was trying to prepare so mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have to overreact. And I just feel like we're now overreacting mm-hmm. and we're going to hurt a lot of people by it. Yeah. I we, don't, I don't like the overreaction, but you see, I think that's going to yeah. be sort of the symmetry of this thing. I think there will be a wave of people that as things begin to reopen, will rush out and say, I'm anxious to get back to my life, whatever. And God bless them. Hope everything works out. So on and so forth. There'll be another wave that w- is a little bit more hesitant. That is what I call the black people wave. We're skeptical. Naturally. <laughs> We're going to be in that second wave of people that says, mm, I'm going to watch and wait and see what happens. And Yeah, I mean, you say that you're kind of joking, but can the black community really afford to be the community that waits? Well, you know what I mean? Like, let me say this. It's only the people with the deep pockets who can, who can afford to sit back right now. I mean, I, we can afford it. I can, I can afford it. We've got a little bit saved up. I can afford it. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking on behalf of other people. Sure. You know, like I said, I'm kind of enjoying the time at home. I just don't 
think this is good for America. Yeah. Well, no, like you said, when you, you said that when you see something bipartisan, you take that as a way that we're getting screwed. Black yeah, people, exactly. every time something like this highlights a disadvantage for black people, black people are getting screwed. You got the guy, Dr. Fauci, came up and was like, hey, um, <laughs> in doing the research around this disease, we found out that black people are being terribly mistreated in the health system. So, you know, every move you make in terms, and I don't, and I don't speak, speak for all black people, but I've been around enough of them, and I've been black all my life, by the way. The thing is, is that you get Allegedly. screwed on so many different things. <laughs> and so you don't know, I mean, what's better? We've been screwed health-wise for the last, I don't know, 400, 500 years? Okay, so me going to work a little later is going to kill me? Eh. I mean, what do you, <laughs> I mean, the, at this point, it, it, either way you turn, it's a double-edged sword for black folks and, and minorities. There's no, yeah, there's no, here's the thing. There's no, like everybody's choosing one side or the other. Like, oh, this disease is nothing more than the flu. No, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not true. This mm-hmm. is, this is worse than the flu. Sure. And the other side is, oh, we gotta, we gotta stay locked in for two years. Like there's, there's nuance in this, like mm-hmm. everything else. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't have to pick a hard line side one way or the other. We, mm-hmm. we can, we can try to be nuanced and it seems like those are the the majority two opinions i'm hearing it's nothing more than the flu this is nothing we should we should be back to normal and oh we got to stay locked up for two years and neither of those are the answers like this is it's it's a pandemic Mm -hmm. it's gonna kill some people even if we stay inside it's gonna kill some people we're not gonna stop it so let's just let's just let's think it I, I would like us to think that think through the consequences of our actions a little more. It doesn't seem there's a lot of that going on. I see a lot of partisan hackery happening. Yeah, that's what I see. Watch white, watch white people. <laughs> how much? I mean, how much longer do you think? Okay, so the governor today said there might he he doesn't think there will not be football in California this year and probably not next year. He said, mm-hmm. like, how much longer are you guys willing to just? personally sit on your haunches and do nothing rose um, i know you're getting antsy for a yeah, number I for mean, a number I, of different reasons <laughs> Hush, <laughs> both of you um i i do i i do not see this ending anytime soon and when i say anytime soon i mean within the next four to six months because i haven't seen oh, anything mm-hmm. tangible to where or any kind of like evidentiary support that backs that we're going to be good when we leave our houses and decide to stop wearing masks and decide to, you know, yeah, be a part of the world again. we don't have to stop again. wearing masks, do we? Can't we but even, go but outside even if, and wear masks? Okay, but okay. So say we wear a mask and there's still, you know, things in the air, whatever it is, it's airborne, they're saying. I mean, you can still contract it. Sure. And to me, it, it's it's not worth it to me. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it until it's under control. And at this rate, I'm just saying, I, I don't, I think all 2020, we're going to be wearing masks, regardless of what Maybe. the situation is. I just, I, that's what I see happening. So yeah. I'm going to order some really cute ones that go with each and every single there outfit so I can feel like something. Even in the damn house, I want to feel good. Yeah. That, okay. So be that's new, another thing. That'll we're be the new way to accessorize. To do that. Exactly. No, I mean, <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know when it will end. I mean, if to me, anytime I hear something about sports, it, when I heard that they were shutting the NBA down, I knew that mm. this was serious because yeah. it's 
one of the biggest, it's like the second biggest industries underneath like pharma, like pharmaceuticals. Like it's such a big, there's so much money in sports. So to me Mm -hmm. to shut that down, to lose all of that money, Mm -hmm. that means that, you know, this is a, we're really screwed. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, and and that's it. But don't you, don't you think that Americans can like, handle this in a responsible manner no 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 just just because yeah Yeah, we're gonna all be wearing masks until 2020 for sure individuals can yeah but i also think that unfortunately there's a lot of misfits everywhere did you see florida and that's that's when we get a little bit of a thinning of the gene pool unfortunately (laughs) i'm not not kidding like if you're not smart if you do something that stupid you're probably going to catch it well the thing with that is is that those people, a, a lot of times, could be carriers and give it to someone and not suffer well, themselves. Yeah, and then so you have all the quote-unquote yeah. innocents that are dying because sure. of, you know. Yeah, I say you treat <sighs> it like you did when... I'm making my yeah. son a mask. No, everybody has to have a mask. I been able to take him to the grocery store, mm-hmm. you know. But I see most of the kids that I see that are out, you know, do you see the parents with gloves and masks and everything, and the kids don't have masks on. Mm-hmm. And... You know, well, that's just selfish. That's bad parenting. Right <laughs> well, I think it's a couple of things. I think that it's not the greatest choice. I don't want to say it's bad parenting because I'm sure that their intention is to make sure that they wear masks. But the problem more so is I don't see masks being sold for kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah no, I haven't they, seen that. They don't have them on Amazon. That's for no. sure. No. Yeah, so I think that's a bigger problem because I'm sure that parents are they're feeling like uncomfortable with that. I'm sure they're not intentionally being like assholes. Like, okay, I get a mask, you you breathe <laughs> you this air in, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just don't I, see that to be the case. But I also don't think the statistics are showing that this disease is as deadly as they thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sweden, they've taken exactly zero measures so far. And their death right. rate is exactly the same as ours. Yeah. So how how much has all this helped? Well, you know what I mean. There's I all, just think diseases like this they 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 play their course out. Yeah. There's all sorts of incidents. The thing I think is going to happen is you you kind of each person individually has to be safe and feel secure. Just like say for instance when you got married, how did you know it was time to get married? I thought it was well, time no to clue. get married. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I had no clue. Yeah, I was no guessing. Clue. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But you did it. So you did it how you felt. You felt comfortable enough to do it. So that's sure. how everyone's going to have to judge it. It's going to be like every other thing, in major instance in their life. How did you know it was time to have kids? I don't know. I felt horny and didn't want to wear a condom. Whatever. <laughs> I think that what Matt is saying, and then correct me if I'm wrong, is say the you know the government and everything like that tells us that we need to stay inside for six more months. At what point do we, as Americans, get up and say, no, we're not yeah. doing this anymore because we're not yeah, being provided for financially. We can't, we don't have enough money to eat. We don't have enough, you know, yeah. when, when does that happen? There's right? definitely a breaking point for that. Unless people are so literally seeing bodies in the street, mm-hmm. people are going to start breaking the rules. And I think it happens when the weather gets real nice, quite honestly. Yeah. No, I mean, the traffic, there, there was traffic. I went to the grocery store today and there was traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been. But I, I was there yesterday, and I got the the key to it all is to get there but early. See, that, it's the thing like we can go to the gro- grocery store. Mm-hmm. You can go to the grocery store. You can go to the bank. Like the the rules that they've set in place seem completely arbitrary and not well thought out. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can go to the bank. You can go to the grocery store. You can go to the liquor store. You can buy a lottery ticket, but you can't go paddle boarding. Yeah. 
there's no logic to it. Yeah. And I, I'm not comfortable with them telling me what I can and cannot do because I think I'm smarter than them, quite frankly. Oh, that's, right. where, that's where things get dangerous. <laughs> yeah, well, I maybe so. Beach. I miss the beach so much. Yeah. yeah. Why can't you go to the beach and sit 15 feet away from the next closest person? dollar ticket. Exactly. Yeah. But why should you not be allowed to do that? You're a grown grown ass woman you should be you able to go to, to the beach me. i know i know yeah you should be able to go I to the beach it. wear your mask mm-hmm. dip your toe in the water you know shoot I a little know. instagram video stay 12 feet away from everybody else you're fine yeah and that's what i do anyway i don't want people close to me that i don't know yeah this is know. quarantine is so similar to my normal life yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just really sad to this it's fine <laughs> i i just like i have a small circle yeah well, that's good. I think everybody's circles are getting a little little tighter right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, yeah, I'm grateful thing. for it. You get to yeah. see who's, you know, mm-hmm. who's who. Yeah. See who's there. I was mm-hmm. constipated last night because my circle got a little tighter. Hey, why don't... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of last some, night, B, any, anything you, you want to tell the, the, the <laughs> listeners of The Dad Presents? I'll take it to my grave. That's your honeymoon? Mm-hmm. You going to take that to your grave? I'll take it to my All grave. Right. <laughs> All right, I won't sell you out then. <laughs> All right. All right. Question number three. Let you off. Number three. We got Stacy in Sarasota, Florida. She says, please don't use my real name. Oh, damn it. Not. No. (laughs) No, Let's let's take that again. (laughs) She says, today was National Horny Day. Oh, I don't know where they come up with these fucking holidays. It's so silly. I don't know either. I always I always wonder where they get it from. (laughs) Yeah, it's like somebody just makes it up and it catches. But whatever, I'm down for National Horny Day. I'm in. She says, I'm single, Mm -hmm. I'm alone, I'm fairly sexually active, and maybe Mm -hmm. taking a break from all of that is good for me. But I don't love it. I'm worried that people are going to be more worried about touching each other after all of of this. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm legit worried that I'll never get another boyfriend because guys are going to be too paranoid to touch me. Mm -hmm. Shoot this over to Rose. Yeah. Um, I think that they are going to go crazy wanting to touch you. The boyfriend that you choose, of course. Um, all this is making people stir crazy in this national horny day, which I actually, (laughs) now I'm going to search for it on my hashtags to see if anyone posted anything about it. But, um, I think that all of this isolation is making people want to have, you know, physical intimacy and, Hopefully, yeah. you know, long-lasting, meaningful relationships even more so. So I wouldn't worry yourself too much. I'm sure that there's somebody that, you know, would love to be with you and be intimate with you. And I don't think that you're going to have any problems there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I I think what it is, I think eventually love will find a way, as it always does. But in the meantime, uh, and not real name, girl in Sarasota, Florida, what you could do is... Up your game a little bit. Like, hey, if you're not one of those girls who did naughty, dirty little things, maybe you pick up a couple of little tricks um, while you're, you know, on quarantine. So- sounds like Stacy was already one of those. Yeah. But, but add yeah. to your game, your artillery, because now you got it out there that, hey, Stacy does butt stuff. Didn't know that about yeah. Stacy before. <laughs> Be, so now I'm interested. Go sit down. Go to bed. Stop it. Stop. What, go to bed. You know, up I'm putting your game. you on punishment. I'm t- it's marketing. Everything's marketing out there. Oh, okay? my God. It's location Absolutely. and it's marketing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Timing. Timing and marketing. That's it. Put, yep, use that's this opportunity. Right. 
pick up a craft. Hey, do you know how to you know do anything with sheet metal or anything like that? You know how to put some drywall up? Make yourself a better candidate for these guys <laughs> out there. Pick up a skill. I'm telling you, yeah. online online dating. So many people are doing online dating right now. I was um, just talking to one of my friends who's on an app, mm-hmm. and she has like she's doing all the online dates. And she says at some point she's going to break quarantine because there's one guy that she really likes, mm-hmm. and you know. I think that, you know, it's great. That's Why what's going to end the quarantine when single people get horny enough that they can't take it. Can't no take more. it. Got to get there. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a force yeah. field right there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Miss Rose, Look, how... Stacey, yeah, go ahead. the news, the good news is that guys will literally risk their lives for a good piece of tail. They're not going to stop hitting on you after this, this virus because so they're scared. No. Yeah, Wars, I everything mean, in life that's been created all are revolving around women. This is so true. Yes. Coronavirus it is true. isn't going to stop that. I'm glad you no, said that. No, it's the motivating factor behind everything a man does in his life, whether he realizes it or not. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, snapping my fingers over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I mean, Rose, you know, you, you, you've been getting hit on the grocery store, the gun store, <laughs> with public restrooms. On. With a mask on. And a child I on your head. I love it. Getting it's hit out Getting hit on at the yeah. cemetery. Corona, coronavirus <laughs> is not going to affect matter. your groove whatsoever, Stacey. You're, you're fine. The good news for you is that guys are perverts. Yes. And uh, that's also the bad news, but you're going to be just yeah. fine. Yeah. Double-edged sword. In, in keeping with that, Miss Rose, how are you holding up on Horny Day uh, so far? Are, are, your, are all your doorknobs intact? That's all I want to know. Hold on. Start the music again. <laughs> you know okay, go on. I'm going to knock both of you upside the head. Okay, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. Mm. Next question. <laughs> That's all the questions we got. That's it. That was it. That's all great. I, I walked, okay? I walked like four <laughs> miles today uphill. Um, Have you thought about I'm taking up any out. extra horseback riding, anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I thought about doing this uh, this TikTok. I just I, I downloaded TikTok, and mm. I can't believe I did it. But I finally did it, and they oh, wow. have like these little dance challenges that are super cute. And some of them are like, I mean, you see people really young doing these little dance challenges, and some of them, there are a lot of sexy moves. Like I would not want my kids doing, but like, I might do how, it. How young it are you looks talking? Fun. Yeah. Uh, like eight year olds. Oh my goodness. Like it's ridiculous. It's but, a scary um, world out there for parents. Yeah, it's crazy. But I, I might do that. That might be my, my national horny day contribution. Doing ah, one right of those on. sexy little TikTok dances. And the world needs right that, on. by the way, right now. <laughs> I mean, um, sure do. Miss Rose, did you want to get into some dating stuff? I I seem to remember a conversation earlier. Yeah, if you have if you have some dating I, stuff, um I don't have any dating stuff. Maddie, do you have oh, any you dating don't? stuff? Okay. Does anybody have dating stuff? It sounds about. like Rose I mean, got dating stuff. What's up? No, I don't have dating. No, I just... Uh, okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Pull it <laughs> just, out of her. Twist her arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so one of my girlfriends is on Hinge. Yeah. Um, and she almost made me a count the other night against my will, which I'm glad that she didn't. But basically everybody is doing online dating. Like I just read this article yesterday about how it's increased. All the apps have increased by like 80%. Like everybody yeah. is online now wow. because it's the only way to date. No. And I guess people you can feel like, be. yeah, no. it's the only place you can besides the grocery store, of course. Um, and, uh, 
and there's this new app. I don't remember the name of it, and that's fine because they're not paying us, so I'm not going to promote it. Fuck you, pay me. But it has something to do with like it's a dating app that's based upon quarantining. And if you have to like click a couple of buttons and like say that you've been quarantined for a certain amount of time and that you wash your hands, and then it links you with someone and it gives you the opportunity to message and then potentially quarantine together. Oh wow! So it's oh, wow. this new dating app. Yeah, I thought it was. That, I thought that's it was pretty go off clever. Like gangbusters, except yeah. for yeah. the fact that dudes are just gonna lie. But I, <laughs> I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe no. it. Yeah, but I thought that that was kind of neat. You know, I could see yeah, a lot of that love. Is, that's a good idea. Yeah, I could see a lot of love connections or murder suicides. One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have heard that divorce lawyers, unfortunately, are are really busy. Mm-hmm. Already. already sure yeah i I think i think a lot of i think i said that before but i think a lot of people in relationships right now there's a lot of reevaluating going on for people (laughs) in their marriages and also also like people who maybe are recently divorced might be depressed and lonely might be rethinking that choice as well Mm -hmm. and people that aren't married they're just in relationships you know that are in serious relationships a lot of people are there's a lot of that happening um absolutely And it's sad, but it, it it's you know it's the way of the world, I guess. Yeah, um, we'll see, I, I just you know. thought of something I Go did right today. This is off topic, but I just okay. gave my children their emancipation because <laughs> I've been thinking. Yeah, I, I freedom. My, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like how the government's been telling us what to do, right? Mm, yeah. And as a kid, my my biggest point of contention with my parents was that they were super strict, and I did not like not having my freedom. So. You know, I tonight my kid asked me, "Can I have the iPad?" Because you, you guys know we have a very strict iPad. Rule. Right, you yeah. have a schedule. Yeah. yeah, and I decided not to be a hypocrite anymore, and I and I just told him, "I'm like, I gave him a whole speech. I'm like, look, one of the most important things in life is learning how to be a responsible person and manage your time and get your shit done and do the shit that you don't want to do. You know, get your work done, do your homework, exercise, do your chores." Um, you got to manage your time. Do your iPad whenever you want. I'm like, mm-hmm. you do whatever you want. Just make sure you get all your shit done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I blurted all of that out without first consulting my wife. Not good. So uh, I'm in a little bit of hot water right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> And she's tougher than you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she's Filipino. She's got a temper. Exactly. But um we're gonna do it for like a like a two, three week trial. Let's you know, let's see what they do great. with their time. Yeah, I think I mean, it's a great idea. A lot I mean, of times when you, uh, not always, but I think in a lot of situations when you do, you know, uh, what is it, loosen up the the reins or uh, what is mm-hmm. the term? Yeah, that's the term. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, you should know that from horseback riding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't loosen up the reins yeah. on that horse. <laughs> a lot of times on. when you loosen up the reins, <laughs> usually it, it's interesting. People, it's it's like a psychology, you know, in psychology where they come back, you know, even faster, even stronger. It's the same thing in a relationship where if you're not as available or you're not just, you know, there, it's more appealing to the other person hmm. and it makes yeah. them come running. No. Yeah. That's, that's very true with the psychology of it. I mean, we're pretty loose with our kids to begin with. And you have this, great this kids. This is the one. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I yeah, think they're pretty welcome. great. I mean, the seven year old's a bit of an asshole, but I mean, <laughs> 10 year old's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's the one area we're strict in, but I feel like, you know, like a hundred years ago, seven year olds were out in cornfields working all day, you know, right. we, 
a seven-year-old is perfectly capable of learning how to manage his own time. For sure. And that's a valuable skill. So this is a good time to experiment with stuff like that. So we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Now, it's, it might be a disaster. We're this is a, a huge Petri dish of parenting during the quarantine virus because yeah. you're, you can't escape your kids. They're right up under no. you. They find right. you for the weirdest things. They have the weirdest <laughs> questions. Their conversations are weird. They're weird. <laughs> but uh-huh. you love them because, by law, you're required to take care of them. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I guess they required to love them. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> but, no, everybody who is an awesome parent is, of course, enjoying their time. And we joke a lot. And you guys are awesome parents. Well, thanks. Right Thank back you. at you there, buddy. Thank you. Sweet I just guy. want four more, and then I'll be really happy. Oh, yeah. Well, you better get off that horse there, Miss Rose. <laughs> I better start online dating. <laughs> Immediately. Or even faster. Oh, my God. Um, oh, we were speaking of Maddie's wife. Proud Filipino. A hero to Filipino women everywhere. Maddie's wife. Um, Filipinos are actually, you know, doing something different with this coronavirus thing. They are actually naming kids COVID. Uh, and one of the popular names... It doesn't Co- surprise me. COVID Bryant. Like, so you're... Oh, no, wow. Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. Kobe and COVID. And- that, that's the most Filipino thing I've ever heard. Sure. So there's... It really is. Because really? they, they worship NBA basketball players, mm-hmm. and they love puns, and they love doing stupid things. COVID Bryant. Sure. Perfect. Check, check, check. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a coronavirus Elia or somewhere around there. Uh, also, COVID mm. Rose is also a popular name, Miss Rose. How do you feel about that? Oh, I kind of like that one. COVID Rose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think bad. that it has a ring to it. Mm. But I don't, COVID, I mean, that's it's a tough name, but maybe someone can pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's people, I mean, people are naming their kids all kinds of names. So it is what it is. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. yeah, but not really. We've, we've <laughs> talked about that before. I mean, what, what you don't what like the names you? like Apple and I mean, it's just like what are you what are you putting on that kid? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of a, a name means more than people think it does. You're putting you're putting a lot on that kid when he's got to he's got to apply for college and write COVID on his college application or in a job interview. Sure. You know, you open up you open up a resume on monster.com. You see COVID Bryant. Uh, no, thank you. I'm probably not going to have him in the I'm interview. Totally hiring him. I'm just saying, but um, <laughs> I think that, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that it's also different now too, because I do love like a strong name. Like I, you know, the, I named Nathan and I wanted, you know, a name that was like old fashioned. It was my great grandfather's name. So to me it was sentimental and it's a very strong name for a man in my mm-hmm. opinion and oh, yeah. like what it means in the Bible and everything. But for me, I think that so many people are making up all kinds of names, naming their kids that come, you know, 10, 20 years, um, names like George and, you know, Bill and Christian, it might be very like those might be the really rare names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then yeah. then they come back. Then they're cool again. No, I yeah. my problem with all this is that it's trendy. It's like they're doing a popular because just because the COVID is the hot and trendy disease out there now. If you're going to do this, if you're going to really make a bold move, go after some of the diseases that people don't like talking about as much. Like there should be for every Ebola. COVID, yeah, 
for every COVID rose, there should be a hepatitis C Jones. Ooh. That should be his name. Ooh. Middle initial. Oh, you're going to go on a string of puns right now, aren't you? I'm going to let you I, go. All I got go is hepatitis it. C Jones. <laughs> no, that you got kid, more. Come on. If, if, your kid, if you're sitting in school and they're calling a roll and it's like hepatitis C Jones, that's a kid oh you're going to want to meet because <laughs> he's going to be stronger than most kids your age. You want to oh, hang yeah. around. You know, that's a rough name. He's going to grow up tough. That's for sure. I think any like in addition, any sexually transmitted diseases, I think that those names are off the table because that's just a hard one. There's no way around it. Like COVID, you can get away with it. But yeah, chlamydia. I mean, I mean, I I named my son Kyrae just because I wanted him to be able to get some of that affirmative action college money. Do it. (laughs) There you go. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that sound like a black guy? Kyrae. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sure I think he's a white yeah, boy. It does. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Planning. That's planning ahead. Mm. I, yeah, Kyrie sounds like a guy who would be driving out like a burgundy Buick Regal. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a black car, y'all. Yeah, if you guys are from Middle America, you might not know that, but a burgundy Buick Regal is the blackest car. So you, well, specific. no, there's a couple of them, uh, but the Buick there's Regal, that burgundy one. So I don't even think they made another color the Buick Regal. I think it's like burgundy. <laughs> And that was it. That'd be a lime green, maybe. Maybe. Or something like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. All right. I think we've uh, gotten through everything, everybody. Uh, Jay Maddie, uh, you want to tell them about our social business or social sure. network well, empire that we're running? Empire? Yeah, we got I an empire. So, man. Yeah, do it. I'm growing it. You can find <laughs> us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at The Dad Presents. All right. And Miss Rose, always a wealth of knowledge on everything. Tell the people where they can find you, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram and my handle is at Miss, M-I-S-S, Rose Ayala, A-Y-A-L-A. And I have a YouTube channel now as well, which is, I believe, Rose Alhanti Ayala. So that's me and I made a TikTok but once I have more dance videos I'll let you know what's that new uh, what's that new dating app you got on I am not on a dating app you just said your friend signed you up she tried to sign me up but it didn't work I'm not ready for that yet I'm scared get on there come on girls no I want to meet my soulmate at the grocery store he needs to just meet me there get on that it'll give us something else to talk about at least (laughs) yes All right, guys. All right, we're all done. So until next time, folks, take care of your kids. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. It's been fun, folks. Be safe out there. Let's get through this. We'll see you next time.